to Anna 3. Hello, everybody, and welcome to, hey, Adam, it's season two. Season two. And ep- episode one of season two. If you're doing your accounting at home, this is actually, in total, episode 14. Yeah. So we're, we're going we're gonna to bring it back to kind of like, the, you know, the confusing movie anthologies where it's like the return of the revelation, but it's one, but it's a remake, but it's not. Exactly. This is when I our. Mo- I hate when movies do that. They do it. This will be the new theme song. So it'll be like, sometimes the world yeah, looks man. perfect. Stephanie Eichmann, let's go. Adam, sometimes. you need to crack the whip. Crack the whip. Get a change. There's two guys, <laughs> and they like to play the music. <laughs> they're both really nice, and they're really cool, and they like to do their thing. One of them has a mohawk, and the other <laughs> is wearing a hat. <laughs> but the one with the mohawk really fucking loves his cat. <laughs> Go with a king who got a dog and he likes to play with toys. <laughs> Sometimes he needs bubble gum <laughs> and it makes a lot of noise. And then it's just like some chive. <laughs> just unnecessary out of nowhere. I just want I want Stephanie to hit all like the really lame samples on the Casio keyboard, like woo, 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 woo. <laughs> and then right before the, the bridge, clock. right before the bridge, some steamy ass sex. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna send anything Stephanie gives us back and say it's not steamy enough. We have need that more sax in there. Needs more. Can we steam. possibly get the guy from the Lost Boys to play sax? Or uh, <laughs> I need to play that. You know, whatever his name is for Baker Street. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That might be, you know, I think they beat out Wham for Steamia Sax. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, what, what, what's the name of the song? Uh, Careless, Careless Whisper. Whisper. I mean, this the sax in Careless Whisper is pretty steamy, but Baker yeah. Street, I think, takes it. I think most people know the, you know, Careless Whisper just because of the sexy sax man, the sexy oh, sax yeah. man. That, that guy's that great. Sax, the panties come flying right off when that saxophone plays. You seen that thing? Like, like the, <laughs> you seen that thing from like spin. 10 years ago on YouTube, the guy who like will just randomly show up and play that like at a, a college profet, like at a college like course. He's just like, <laughs> he just starts playing it. And the, <laughs> you see no that guy, reason. right? That one, he's like at a mall, and he starts playing Careless Whisper. <laughs> Why? Talking about no matter where, stuff. no matter where you are when you hear Careless Whisper, you're alone because you hear it. You just feel alone. Don't you feel alone? When you listen to that song. You're like, I'm so alone. <laughs> it's like, like a crowd of people. You're just like, I'm so alone. Andrew Wrigley felt alone after 1986 when he got his ass out of the band. Oh! Oh! He's just like, what had I ever do to you? I just want to be in a band. Fuck this Pop other guy. culture his... shots fired. Pop culture burr, shots fired. Burr. Andrew Wrigley, damn. <laughs> talking, talking about steamy-ass saxophone. First thing on there, Acme Blind. Yeah, man. Uh, 
For those of you who don't know, who have never listened to our show before, I think we brought up Acme at least two, three times, maybe. Probably multiple times. I mean, we German hardcore. They're fucking dope as hell. This man. is one of those releases that back in the day, me and Adam talk about Very Distribution all the time. Very Distribution recommended this. Remember when this first came out and Very was yeah. like, you've got to get this. You you must get it. It's great. Everyone's going to, you know, get it. Get it now. It was all over it. It was always advertised in it. Get it. Yep. Get it. So I was one of those people. I said, okay, fine. I'll pull the trigger. Ordered it. And like, it it destroyed my stereo. It's so good. I was just it's like, oh. so good. Yeah. I pretty much, I probably got to a fight with six people that day listening. I know, to it. right? It's so brutal. It's like it's like the definition of brutal metalcore. And it's Completely. just so good. And thing is, though, Germany, that's what they put out. They were just putting out like, yeah, good metalcore. Metalcore, that was their thing, you know, like how like France they had like the more emotive hardcore. Germany at that time was this brutal metalcore, and thank you for it. And the kind of the kind of sad part, like we were just discussing before we started taping, is that they were around for no time at all. They 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 were so highly recommended, everybody loved them, and they just kind of made like you said, they had the seven inch, and I think uh, what else? The seven inch LP, and then um, some demos, and then that was put out as just a compilation. Like the that, only thing but... I ever owned was the CD, which is to reduce the choir to one soloist, which is an awesome title. I've always loved that title. Yeah, but so good. That is actually a compilation of all of their work. So the seven inch, twelve inch, uh, whatever Jeez. the demo demos that um, they did. And if you want it, you can find it on Edison Records. Yeah, and they also had that split with Peter Gabriel. Yeah, man, that was uh, that was some good shit. Was he wearing his? Was he wearing the face paint for that split? He was. You know, because yeah, that's that's the cool. I mean, I love me some Peter Gabriel. Any Peter Gabriel I could get, but yeah. it's definitely about all that the old school stuff. Shock the monkey. I wonder what that's about. I don't know. Why don't you, why don't you tell us, Adam? <laughs> what about the next song? The next song we had, hey, if you like kind of wacky stuff, that was Deerhoof with Polly B. They were one of those bands getting suggested to us back when we were kind of, you know, like, hey, let's dabbling get outside in the, the hardcore and dabbling right. in the noise. There was one of those ones. We probably got it at Kim's. Um mm-hmm. That's exactly probably where I got it. <laughs> we you got it probably we were picking it up in a cloud of fart. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, whenever we went to Kim's video to buy our music, we always ended up in a trail of of, of flatulence from someone. <laughs> the same motherfucker too. <laughs> Garbage <laughs> ass. <laughs> Who the f- and you always get angry? Who the fuck farted? And you turn around and it's like. <laughs> So if you guys listen to the show enough, you definitely know that we're constantly. Is there something about my face (laughs) that says just unload your ass in front of me? (laughs) I don't know why. I don't know why it always happens, but it seems to happen to me and Adam, especially when we're together. It's like the two of these guys make me gassy. I don't know why. (laughs) But that was that was that was, Polly, that was Polly B off the album "The Man, the King, the Girl" on uh, Kill Rockstars, believe it or not. Yes, Polly which B. which I kind of it's it's kind of weird to to think that they're on Kill Rock. I mean, like you know, it makes uh, sense, but it's also Kathleen, weird. Kathleen puts out all kinds of music from all over the place, so exactly. I guess it kind of makes sense. But it's weird too in a way. I don't know why, but uh, but yeah, uh, they're kind of classified as noise rock. Makes sense. I, I mean, yeah, 
I could agree with that. I, I would I would still throw them into kind of punk and other other categories. They're just you know noise now, but probably yeah, not. Poly if B I was in a record not, store, I'd probably throw them in there. Noise category. Polly B, no relation to old school MC Busy B. Yeah, that's right. No relation to uh, the sexual B from Saturday Night Live. No relation to uh, <laughs> the killer B, Jumpin' Jim Brunzel. <laughs> Brian. What is it? B. Brian. B. Brian, B. Brian Blair. Blair. Yeah. I got both of their books and I have uh, a, a record for Jumpin' Jim Brunzel. Dude, we have to do an all wrestling theme yeah, song episode. Well, that came out when he was big in the uh, AWA. I've been uh, trying to track party. down since Abdullah the Butcher is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. His record. I've been trying to track it down. Even an MP3 of it, I can't find it anywhere. I can find it. I got can't you. Can't find it. Find yeah, that dude. shit. But Jumpin' Jim Brunzel put the record out. That was when he was in Minnesota for the AWA, earned by owned by Vern Gagne, and he was in a tag team called the High Flyers. I remember Greg Gagne. It was not that was yeah, that was, guy, his, right? that was he was in the tag team with him. Greg yeah, so I remember him. That I remember. He he wasn't as good as his dad. You know, Vern Gagne was one of the best. But old uh, school, old school wrestling knowledge here, you motherfuckers. Next up, half speaking of old school, we went back to 1993 for a New York-based band that me and Adam both loved, and doesn't really come up too often, unfortunately. That was Half Man uh, with In Control off of the No Choice But to Learn EP on Chicken Farm Records. Yeah, man, Half Man yeah. is one of those bands that kind of. Uh, they did their thing. They were around. Everybody talked about them, and then they just kind of like, yeah, faded away. But people will still I, talk about them today. When you talk about you know new old school, you know uh, chaotic New York hardcore, Half Man always comes up. I mean, I always put them up there with like bands like Born Again, like the, the, mm -hmm. the same bill. They would always play with right. them and stuff, and you know, whatever. That's some good shit, you know, and I love it. Uh, next and, up, and uh, next up, Adam, tell us about this one, Murder City Devils. Okay. Well, first of all, a lot of people may recognize her from the very popular film uh, Edge of Quarrel. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Spencer's in it, and they call him the Professor. If you don't know that movie, it is Straight Edge versus Punk in the Seattle area. So it has them, Murder City Devils, Trial as the Straight Edge band, and Botch. But Botch isn't Straight Edge. So are the punk scene Botch, or are the Straight Edge kids being seen Botch? Because they're just a hardcore band, but. First of all, how can you fucking fight over it? I'll be like, all three guys are fucking dope as hell. <laughs> Why are you guys Devils, fighting? You're so good. You're really just good bands. You know, Stop I, I fighting! Like, Stop fighting! No! Like, Murder <laughs> City Devils are one of those bands where, when bands like, you know, were getting kind of big, doing a kind of rock and roll-y punk, why weren't they up in the list? You know, like, why weren't they up there with a... Refused and or international noise conspiracy who are doing more of like a rock and rolly thing, but like Murder City didn't even. I would have, I hate to say it, you know, but they were better. They were so different, you know. Like it's weird how some and, groups just kind of like get to the top of that particular sound, and other yeah. groups just kind of, you know, they they don't quite make it there. Like the makeup, they were pretty big, and that's you know yeah. that kind of soundish. But yep. like Murder City, Murder City Devils were just so good. Like, they were just rock and roll, punk rock, dance. Uh, they had a look, you know what I mean? Like, their their mm -hmm. fans, we, we kind of looked like that when we're kind of mixing the uh, San Diego sound or San Diego look to our own, but then all the MTV emo kids, maybe that's what killed it for them. The MTV emo kids are like, well, they look like us now. 
fuck yeah. these fuckers, but you know, I don't know. I loved it. Talk about another band I loved. Hey, if you don't have any of the music from this band in your collection, uh, then you need to you need to seriously get on top of that. And uh, this was the Sleepy Time Trio with Rock Candy off of uh, Memory Minus, which is a compilation of uh, pretty much all their all their work. Uh, oh yeah. The cool thing about Sleepy Time Trio is they were kind of like I would classify them more as a mathcore band, but they, they were but they were also the emo, emo, definitely emo. So. I would say emo slash mathcore, which makes them awesome. And they both, you know, they both completely nail both sounds. Uh, and, and I uh, love that band. Another one you would always see in Heart Attack. Yes, you know, yes. Them and and kind of confu- confusing because the name Sleepy Time Trio, it sounds almost like an indie rock band. Like if, I, like if I saw it, if I was flipping through like seven inches or CDs, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I could pass on that. Whatever, what is that? I mean, the cover of the thing is would always be like, a kids book looking thing with like a rabbit. yeah yeah like a little kids book illustration on the front you know but like bands like them in 400 years were fucking just pushing the boundaries oh, and... 400 years one of my favorite bands of all time you know but uh yeah uh anything basically that was on love it back in the day would would probably be good would usually be good so yeah. another thing it's kind of like we talked about last episode uh you're on uh what was the label we were talking about last episode where if you're pretty much on it you're you're good that was certain oh, labels tough. back in the day you know, not Lyle Lovett, though. He did not own it. He was not an owner of that label at all. Uh, what was next? 1905, a control, 1905. Uh, just one of those, just like, I guess they were big in the screamo scene, but they were also kind of like a just political punk, kind of a mixture with it. Um, guy girl vocals, really good. Got to see them a few times. I think I saw them with maybe the assistant. Uh, sorry about that. We had a little bit of a, uh, a hiccup there. But anyway, we're about to go to our next band, and that was Adam? 1905 with Control. Uh, 1905 were kind of a more political band. Um, definitely were big in the screamo scene, but they were also big with more of like a crust punk scene or a political punk, maybe peace punk scene. Uh, I got to see them a few times, probably with the assistant. And Oh wow, they were great. Uh, they were really big with also the the uh, fixed gear bike crowd. I remember there was always like a lot of oh my fixed God. gear people, yeah, who would have like bike shorts with like patches on them, which is kind of weird, but you know, super huge, super huge in like Portland, that whole thing. Yeah, but oh my God, they were so good. Uh, the the Geigle vocals. I was just um, gonna say that kind of makes them stand out. They had that going on, you know, and just really good. Uh, you know, I'm guessing if they were still around, they might be even doing like a folk punk scene or a folk punk sound right now. It's big now. Um, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, there's fucking brilliant band. Brilliant, as your mom would say, fucking right? Fucking brilliant. Fucking brilliant. Fucking great. Does your mom love the 1905? She loves them. She said she'd take a bullet for the 1905. <laughs> I'll take a bullet. And a bullet. After that, it was hey, Madness man. with one step beyond uh, Madness covering Prince Buster. Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, if you've ever heard the original version, which is awesome, uh, they kind of like, you know, they obviously do a cover, pretty faithful cover, but they definitely add their own kind of a thing to it as well. Yeah, the, hey, you, 
don't do that. Do and then they do a nod. They do a nod to him by saying, "Hey, Buster." Yeah, but it's also they get their name from him. Yes. Madness. It's a Prince Buster song, and they cover that song too. So basically, mm-hmm. them and the Specials covered so many of these bands. But uh, yeah, unlike the Specials, Madness had more of a skinhead following, and their shows were very rowdy. Um, you know, a, a lot of people acting very. A lot of Randy people there, as your mom would say. <laughs> Randy. Randy would be that Randy's different. That means you're horny. I know, but they why do you think they were so violent? <laughs> <laughs> they needed to get laid. They need to get it out of their Randy? systems. <laughs> Randy? Somehow I sound more like a Lord Alfred Hayes with that one. <laughs> Smells like a man. Brute. Well, Lord Alfred Hayes, when he was still a wrestler in England, uh he was known as a river, you know, not as bad as a uh, like Mr. Fuji, who was just evil, you know. He was but a like, rimmer. What he does in his spare time is up to him, Adam. <laughs> no, he, he would rip people. <laughs> I'll give you one rib story of his. But Mr. Fuji, I don't remember who it was. He rimmed Mr. Fuji. No, you don't do that. Ew. Fuji was evil. He fucking killed someone's dog and served it to them as like oh my God barbecue. <laughs> Like he was just. Evil, Why am I dude. laughing? That's awful. Yeah, dude. Mr. I think I'm laughing at how evil, evil no. it is. No, Lord Alfred Hayes, when he was still a wrestler, um, yeah. So he's very well endowed, from what I heard. <laughs> and is that why he's called? Is that why he's called the Lord? Probably. And uh, when uh, whenever somebody new would, you know, one of the uh, the new jacks, one of the new people wrestling, would be in the locker room, he would go, <laughs> "What time is it?" He's oh like, no! And, guy would turn oh, to his no. Wrist, and he would wrap his own dick around his wrist. <laughs> Get out of here! He did not. He one hundred percent did. He would wrap his own dick around his wrist. <laughs> oh, I hate when that happens. You know, but now he's you know because most people just know him from like promotional consideration paid ball. Yeah, the they don't know that he has a, that he has a huge wong. Yeah, dude, he would just wrap it around his wrist. Promotional Fucking consideration paid for by my dick. By my rope cock. <laughs> He's got a fucking high tower hog. Clarence is my pet. That's, his name is Clarence. He's my pet. He's my pet. Fucking. Who's damn mutt is this? His name's Clarence. It's my damn mutt. His name's Clarence. It's my He's pet. my pet. <laughs> Jump rope cock. <laughs> oh, he's got like three, four girls just fucking randomly jumping over his shaft. Just like, whoopoo, whoopoo, whoopoo. Strawberry shortcake, cream on top. Tell me the name of your sweetheart. Damn, this is hurting my dick. <laughs> I can't breathe. Oh my god, we are so immature, but it's great. It's fantastic. You drank too much water, it's hosing them down. <laughs> anyway, put out a fire but, uh, with this piss. I I don't know. I don't know how we're gonna follow that up. 
But uh, anyway, With, uh, the end MC. of of the the end of block one, <laughs> the end of block one was wrapped up by Run DMC. I think we played Run DMC last episode, didn't we? You know, I believe so. The one before twelve or yeah, thirteen, one of those, one of those episodes. But anyway, uh, who, who cares? Everybody loves Run DMC. That was Beats to the Rhyme off of Tougher Than Leather. Tougher Than Leather, also an excellent film. It was a very fantastic film. The only film that starred. Just, you know, them themselves run DMC. But do we have a story to share about meeting one of them, possibly? Uh, we might, yeah, we actually. Uh, uh, Adam and I were lucky enough to, uh, when we were going to FIT, uh, have uh, actually DMC come and speak to us. Um, I forget what he was even there to talk about. What was, what was he there to hip-hop. talk about? That Just hip-hop. like the history of hip-hop, that kind of a thing? Yeah. So we, we ended up, you know... Obviously, we found out he was coming, so we rushed down there to be there, and uh, it was a cool experience. Got to hear a little bit about hip hop. Got to hear a little bit about the formation of Run DMC and all that. And uh, and we, uh, were we the got only to ask him. really knew about it. Yeah, like, exactly. All the other people were like, do you know whoever was popular at the time? And we're like, fuck you. Did you know Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince? <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, know? DMX? I don't know who was popular at the time, but, you know, we came in there, you know what I mean, and whatever, you know, remember, we had a good conversation by uh, like... <laughs> but anyway, uh, that was the end of Block 1. Uh, plenty more great music coming up in Block 2, so everybody, please stick around. Do it. If you ladies leave my island, if you survive recruit training, you will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are free. You are the lowest form of life on earth. You are not any human fucking being. You are nothing but unorganized, drab-assed pieces of amphibian shit. Oh, my God.
Go! 
sounds, what's that? Watch this! This is the heavy, heavy monster sound. The nuttiest sound around. So if you've come in off the street and you're beginning to feel the heat, well, listen, buster, you better start to move your feet to the rockinest, rock-steady beat of madness. One step beyond!
mama Move Time for the rhyme So let's just start dying Came with the fame And the name combined Run ever fun But you can give me a ring Show gotta go And now work from the king Hardcore Rhymes galore Giving you more
an emotional complex
Yeah, that feels better. That feels nice. All right, everybody, we are back. We hope you enjoyed block number two. And that one was started off by Rites of Spring. Adam, you want to take this one? Okay, so Rites of Spring. Without them, there wouldn't be any quote-unquote emo or what people call today alternative or indie rock. But uh, that was, you know, summer 1995, 1985. You know, the DC scene, it was getting kind of violent with the hardcore. And, uh, you know, people like Imakai, his brother, Alec McKay, you know, they were just kind of, hey, let's just get rid of this shit. You know, so they were kind of starting their own thing. And it was Revolution Summer, so bands like Righteous Spring were playing Embrace. And it was just more kind of more melody to it, um, less rage, you know, and that's what people started, you know, basically the, the roots of, you know, emo and, oh my God, I love this band so much. Um, you know, again, one of those bands, they don't have much hiccups there today, but, uh, they don't have too much stuff out there. They have the, the LP and more recently discord put out their, uh, demo on 10 inch. I just keep hiccuping. Uh, what the hell's going on with you? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm old, man. I hiccup a but lot. Anyway, what was I going to say? Uh, Got that reflux. Yeah, it's funny for such a for such an influential band that their catalog was so pretty pretty minuscule. It's amazing, you know. But again, one of the one of, we we always tend to play for, like influential bands on the show, which is good, I guess. Yeah. Um, but you know they they got a little more fame recently. How earlier uh, in the year they were on they were a Jeopardy question. That's right. That's you right. Know? I couldn't believe that. I was like, whoa, that is random as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Then it got so big that I had to find the episode, download it, cut that piece out Freeze and it. post it on Instagram, you know, because it's like, I put the video on YouTube, on YouTube, on uh, mm. Instagram, you know, fucking Instagram. That's not like an instant hangout with Eddie Graham, Florida wrestler or superstar Adam Billy to, Graham. Adam had to do his punk rock duty and make sure that the world knew about that. Yeah, dude, because that shit just fucking blew my mind. And then there's another question on the same episode, like uh, about Jimmy World, like the middle, <laughs> something about that. But it got mm-hmm. fucking shot away with, you know, hearing Rites of Spring because everyone knows, you know, Jimmy World, another great band. Yes. Well, Clarity. Holy shit, that's a good fucking album. Fame fame basically destroyed Jimmy World, I think. Yeah. Because, you know, they got and, big with MTV and then they just kind of disintegrated. Yeah. You know, then never they, the they covered part. fame. Fame. Yes. I want to live forever. And one and two. I want to live forever. You know how we like to, you know how we like to mix things up on this show? I like to play a little <laughs> bit of everything. But anyway, yeah, uh, the perfect example of that would be our next band. That was the Petticoats. Uh, the Petticoats, another short-lived uh, act. That was actually a, a one-woman New wave punk rock act uh, by the name of Steph Petticoat, or you know, you called that whole thing the Petticoats, even though it was just the one person. One but person. Uh, name of that song was Normal, and that was on Blah 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 Records all the way back in 1980. So we were just kind of getting out of the beginnings of 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 the punk rock in general, and uh, kind of turning towards the 80s, where the whole new wave sound was starting to starting to take off so to me that's kind of like the perfect step off was that that record yeah. you know it's got that punk I wish sound it around it's almost kind of got a power poppy as well and then it's kind of stepping into the new wave kind of stuff but uh, great, shows great. around the scene yeah man i mean imagine like going to shows back then just pogoing around and would have been awesome 
you know, I've heard stories, but you know. I'm sure. Little so girl plenty. here knows. Hey, it's Debbie. Look at her face. She looks so pissed. No, she's just really loving her heating pad. Ladies and gentlemen, Adam's cat has returned for season two, and she's now laying on her heating pad that Adam specifically bought for his cat. It's not a human heating pad. It's a, it's a pet heating pad. I was not aware that those things actually existed. Yeah, they're not as heat. Like the ones for humans go a little bit too warm too hot. for them. Oh. Too hot. So this one, you know, too hot. It's too hot, my lady. Gotta run for shelter. Gotta run <laughs> for shade because it's too hot. I was just doing the Prince Buster too hot, uh, covered by, you know, the specials as well. Too Gotta make hot. some sense of this mask that we made, because it's now that song's in my head. <laughs> hey, at least you know about cool. What you know about cool. But what about, uh, what was the last time you had Matthew Wilder on, in your head? Oh my God, Matthew Wilder. He was wild too. He was a crazy man. He had a weird mustache. I heard he, I, I heard, I heard he used to get into so many bar fights. <laughs> <laughs> the last person ever to get in a bar fight would be that man. <laughs> that guy. No one can hold me down. Oh no! Are you looking at my girl, you motherfucker? And he like, breaks a ball and stabs somebody in the eye. And then, and then his one it wonder comes on, and he's like, "Ain't no one gonna break my stride." Ain't he no breaks the pool cue, fucking down. shoves it into oh, somebody's no. rib cage. <laughs> I think I'm gonna move it. Who wants next? Who wants next? He just fucking loses. He takes a beer mug, breaks it over his head. He's like, <laughs> everyone's like, Matthew Wilder's going wild. And then he goes back to playing his one hit, Break My Stride. And then break my stride. Ain't gonna hold, gonna hold me down. down. Oh no. That would be a good reggae how song. Many, how many people know that that's the guy who sings it? Kind of like Denise Williams singing Let's Hear It for the Boy. I know. How many people know Denise Williams by name? You you just say that's the girl who sings Let's Hear It for the Boy. I don't know her name. You know? She was was cute from what I remember. She was. You know? She was cute. I also liked uh, Jodia Watley. She had really nice ankles. (laughs) Dude, did you like Jodia? I wanted to say something random. Yeah, what what do you know about Jodie Watley's solo or Shalimar? Jodie Watley. He's that new cat in Shalimar. Yo, Shalimar were pretty good, though. Maybe we'll play some Shalimar yeah. one day. That's some silky people shit. Think, that's some, you play Shalimar? Talk about Dude, Shalimar. I'm going to play one episode all this silky smooth R&B. Like, I want to put some Luther on there. <laughs> Levert. Dude, he has songs Le- that make me cry, Luther. Like, Luther straight up. Like, he does. Like, he has some songs that tug. They tug at the heartstrings, some of his songs. They do. The what about his dad? Forget oh. about it. The what about his father? Every Ooh. single time I hear that song, I'm like, yeah. what? Oh God, I can't. Oh. Let's I get can't do it. I can't do it. Guess what was next, dude? Lucifer's friend. Fucking Lucifer's got a friend, and it's his and it's Lucifer's friend with their first uh, studio album. That was Ride in the Sky, kind of like a proto doom metal. Kind of sound. Yeah, I mean, they were just one of those ones, you know, like a hard rock band, but they kind of, at the beginning of what we would know today as doom metal or stoner rock, you know, just 
you know, definitely heavily hard rock, heavily influenced by the Zeppelin, especially with the guitar. Yeah, but you know, like Sabbath were the ones who kind of got the big notoriety out of it. You know, there's other bands out there doing this. Lucifer's right now. I want that fucking thing on vinyl. I've been looking for it for like 25 years. Um, you know, Good, 25 years. That's a rough yeah. trade, Adam. That's yeah. the label. Rough trade. That's the label. About being dope. Yes. Yes. Great label. Seal of quality. Television personalities. Uh, After that was television personalities with the glittering prizes. Another good one. Uh, that was one of those ones that you could never really keep in Bleaker Bob's. Whenever it would come out, they'd just put it on the wall and it would sell. That whole album is awesome. Two. Because you know, it's all it, over the place. It's weird. It's almost like, obviously you hear the power pop, but there's also uh, kind of like electronic. It weird at times, especially in that song. It goes from almost like a straightforward power poppy kind of a song to all of a sudden out of nowhere there's psych in it. Do you hear it towards the yeah. end? And it's, it's like weird. what the fuck? It makes no sense, but it happens, and you're like, you know, kind of like going along with it. Glittering prizes for me, and all of a sudden it's just like weird psychedelic shit out of nowhere. And you're like, oh, yeah. I always put them together with like Sonic Youth, but like early Sonic Youth when they were mm-hmm. just you know pre, you know, like when they're just. I don't know. There's a kind of experimental kind of a band, you know, Daydream Nation era, something, you know, just kind of right. like just doing whatever they want. I wish you know we need to get up on here. That. You know, we need to get up on here. I was thinking about it the other day. We need to get up some. Uh... How come I can't think of that? Hold on a second. My wife is like screaming at my dog. <laughs> it, sounded, it sounded bad for a second. She's like, wah, wah, wah. I have, for all of those who don't know, I have a young puppy and she's a lot, she's a lot to handle, but she's, uh, every once in a while I'll be doing a show and I'll hear my wife absolutely screaming at the dog because the dog just never listens and we love our dog to death, but she, she doesn't listen for shit. They never do, but (laughs) they don't listen. You just gotta train them somehow, somehow. After that, uh, we always talk about how we love user submissions, uh, which we do. And we, do. Uh, we had we had an act, uh, Evil Kim Evil, who submitted uh, a couple uh, MP3s and uh, wanted us to give them a listen. And uh, I happened to dig it because it's kind of kind of all over the place, kind of uh, kind of folky, punk, artsy, uh, like almost like freestyle kind of this bonker stuff. Um, and that is a uh, actually Evil Kim Evil is a one man band out of New York. Uh, who kind of like, uh, I don't know, what, what would be a good way to put it? Doesn't, Again, really, put another... a label. Doesn't really put a on label it. on our music. Yeah. So it's just kind of like you're left to your own devices, like to kind of like figure out what it is. But uh, kind of like I a lot of the bands call... we played today, you know, like yeah, with Deer yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, television personalities, Sonic Youth, what we were just talking about. You know, there's just so many bands. But that one was like, called. I like everything. No... Here you go. Yes. But that one was called Nothing Remains of My Brain. And that is off of the Here Comes the Bomb. That's the name of the album that that one comes from. And that is a 2021 release, so brand new. Uh, If you guys want, you can go on over to Evil Kim Evil's Instagram page. And there is a ton of uh, releases on there, MP3s, stuff like that. Also does a lot about artwork. So you could check that out. And uh, uh, always support uh, anyone who is brave enough and cool enough to send us submissions. Um, we're, we're, we don't, 
judge anybody's music or or say that you're not good enough or or whatever. Everybody on the show basically will get a, a fair shake. It doesn't matter what you do. Uh, we're just happy to have people who listen and people that are willing to send in music. So thank you, Evil Kim Evil, for that submission. Thank you. Uh, after, thank you so much. After that, we had uh, Maximilian Colby. Yeah. Okay. New Jello. So this is another one of those bands I definitely learned about by reading. Heart attack, 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 magazine. Um, mm-hmm. Fuck. Like, I mean, again, they're just, to me, that's real emo. I mean, you know, mm. I would put them up there with like bands like Ethel Meserve or something, just fucking just emo, where we were talking about the uh, emo kid look that we knew of mm. as being emo. And it was either the jingle pants, but you could also wear kind of loose fitting uh, khakis. Um, the white button-down shirt kind of big, and then a really bulky sweater vest over it. Uh, hair probably parted in the middle. Or, you know, kind of part in the middle. Jet black, sometimes a little bit of blonde in there. And the they always had that, like, rope necklace, too. A lot of them did that, or the ball yeah, chain like necklace. The, yeah, yeah, that was big. I used to have one of those back in the day. You know, That was the Long Island the look. Yeah. But that was also just the they did it big in Staten Island too, you know, but mm. maybe we'll bring it back, man. We'll start looking like that. He's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. But that one, that one was new jello. What's kind of cool about that one is what makes, what makes that particular form of music, obviously that we're talking about great is to me, my favorite part of it is the buildups, build yeah, up, build up, build, a- up, build up, build up. And then just like chaotic screaming, like it is the emotional build up. But this one is basically all instrumental, this particular track. This one is just this all one is. really good build-up instrumental, but it doesn't deliver with the vocals at all. It just kind of keeps you like, oh, when's it going to happen? And you're waiting. You're like, when's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? And it just doesn't happen at all. No. But it's a good track. It's a good track. And then, you know, just the whole band. It was just all about the build. And, like, again, bands like Vim and, like, Still Life were another one of those bands who kind of did that mm-hmm. a lot. And they, I loved Still Life, you know? like You just waited for that breakdown. You waited for, like, the build-up. And then, bah, just, like, the ape shit screaming. You know? I mean, you know, whatever. Them, Sleepy, sleepy Time Dream, whatever, play, you know, playing early. Guy for kind one, of that bands same, like that. Guy for one. I gotta get Even some like, Guy for one on the show. I love Guy for one. Whatever, fucking, I don't know, Angel Hair or Mahinder. Yeah. You know, like, there's just so many of these good bands that we have to play and of course still life which you know which mm-hmm. was funny because at the time when they were remember our boy nat his band was was uh called still life before he's like oh no there's another still life that's right yeah that happens to change a lot. It to, as yeah. they die but you know mm-hmm. he wanted to call it still life because he was an artist and uh and poor nat what happened with poor nat what happened with his record you tell him adam you know oh, what happened the, right? uh, you know the story they actually misprinted his seven yes. inch and called it as the die, not as they die. Yeah, they, I have it. Whatever, I still have yeah, it. whatever, whatever split. printing place they sent it to, uh, screwed up. It was and put on, as the die. And it's funny because we were, you know, I was hanging out with him and Rick's alive because he put it on Rick's label, and Rick came into his dorm once, and Rick really? was saying, "Yeah, they." He said the word "they," you know, like in front of me. I heard mm. him, but uh, I still have that seven inch in my in the in the vaults. You think the people printing it would be like, you think the people printing it would be like, this doesn't sound right as the die? Because it doesn't make sense. They probably didn't even look, you know? It was yeah, a, probably not. Z- uh, it was a Xerox, so for all I know, but maybe it was just Rick just fucking Xerox. Could himself. have been. 
Could have you know, like, I don't know, because back to basics, I would have been was always kind of yeah, so mad. Ghetto and grassroots kind of uh, over at Kinko's making making seven inch covers, yeah. you know? He was probably at the Kinko's across the street from FIT where uh, Rob Fish worked. That's right. Oh my God. That's right. I completely forgot about that from 108. From 108. Yeah. Rob was working yeah. there. And now he's like, a executive I completely forgot about office. that. My God. Yeah. I remember I was making flyers for my, for my uh, radio hey, show. What's up, man? He would look at it. Yeah. Oh, wait, another good and I'm pretty sure I even had like 108 on it, like a thing of it. I was like, yeah, I know who yeah. you are, dude. Don't hide that you're in Kinko's, man. You're fucking khaki pants. Be you're Rob Fish. <laughs> you know? Krishna, some Krishna hardcore. You know? Fucking with his nautical name. Whatever Rob happened with Fish. that scene? The Krishna core. That was huge for a minute. It was. It was good. I like that stuff. Yeah. I still like 108 and like Prima and Early Shelter. shelter. And yeah. You know, all of Shelter albums, like they got really like more of a pop punk sound. But you yeah, know what? Was. They were having fun like when they were mm-hmm. doing that stuff you saw his smile on their faces way more I saw than them, when they were in youth i went to my one and only work tour i saw at the stone pony in jersey and shelter nice. was shelter was on the bill so it was cool to see them play and, uh, and that's what it is like, great show i've seen shelter and i've seen youth of today you know one of their 95 or whatever 99 reunion show you know but like even watching old clips you today they, they looked angry because it was angry music but shelter they had smiles on their face. Mm-hmm. They were having a good fucking time, you know. So there's something wrong with that. That's what the music's about, you know. It's it's yeah. not about it's not about we're going out there to impress to impress you know A and R's from record labels. We're we're, no. we're out there to have a good time and to, and to make everybody in the audience and ourselves happy. And that's what it's all about. You know, well, some of that stuff. Some of the stuff is like you know you get out of the. You know, especially like the the emo scene that we're talking about today. Do you remember the days when you go to the show? They would always hand out lyrics, like a little piece of paper. I'm like, here you mm. go, here's some lyrics and stuff. And then, you know, people would always just kind of like hold it to their heart and just kind of like bop back and forth, you know? Like, were you one of those guys who would go to see the band? There was a couple people. You'd go to see the band, wouldn't be able to understand a word of it because you'd never seen them, then go home and read the lyrics on the seven inch? Yeah. Always. Was that, were you one of those people? I did. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's I had to the same thing. A magnifying glass at half the time because <laughs> yeah, because small. the print would usually be. Yeah. It would be like photocopied eight or nine different times and like you know shrunken yeah. down and it's small. You think me being small, I could read small print, but it does not. <laughs> the eyes. Uh, Adam actually know, like, goes onto the. Adam actually walks onto the surface of the seven inch and just looks at the letters. I do. He's that. He's that I'm small. Really, I'm the size of a fucking one of those little army men. Adam, a.k.a. Tom Thumb. <laughs> Tom Thumb. Yo, oh, fuck boy. that motherfucker. Fuck him. <laughs> uh, you know. I think we found the name of the episode. Fuck Tom Thumb. Just for no reason. <laughs> fuck Tom like? Thumb. Why? Who cares? <laughs> Why? Why are you picking on Tom Thumb? You know, you hit him in the face. <laughs> All you have to do with that is just go like this. He's like, ah, it hurts. You struck me so hard. <laughs> Not so much here. More here in this area. Why <laughs> striking me? Oh I am in the fetal position. Have mercy. Oh, kidney punch. Oh, oh, I'll be pissing blood for a week. 
<laughs> I'm holding my hand out. You kicked me with the other foot. You stepped oh my on God. my fingers. I heard a crunch. Why? <laughs> this brutal beating for no reason. Why are you biting my hand? <laughs> a man Why? can only be kicked so much in the groin. <laughs> <laughs> now you're spinning me around. So dizzy. <laughs> we have too many inside jokes. I am throwing up. <laughs> I'm laying in a puddle of my own blood and vomit. And urine. Urine. <laughs> this episode, we have just got off the rails. I don't know what is happening. Who knows? Give us give us a little time between episodes, and this is the kind of shit that happens. We build up our stupidity, and we have to we have to unleash it. We have to unleash it on the world. You know. But anyway, but me... anyway, the the last the last act we played was uh, a, a great new tape I just happened to purchase lately uh, by Dye, and that's if you got it, uh, some Kansas City punk there, and that was off of the album Rules on Dirtbag Distro. Uh, you want to pick up some good new punk? Um, I would suggest uh, heading on over to Dirtbag Distro. They got some great stuff on there. Uh, I found them actually on Instagram. So if you want to hear DYE and other bands on Dirtbag, head on over to them on Instagram and do a ditty and do your thing. You know what I'm saying? Pick that shit up. And that's what it's but about. But anyway, uh, that, that, was, that was it, man. That was, uh, that was episode number one, season two. You know, and then we go be like, so what we want to do is like we've probably discussed it before. We want to we want to do we want to do 13 episodes like because we're obsessed with TV shows. So we figure each season will be 13. That's usually your standard TV show is 13 episodes for a season. Unless you get really big that you have 22. But those are usually the ones that kind of run through the school year that have like shows that have families. They have yes. 22 episodes, but ones that don't have families. So things like, you know, Modern Family would have 22 or, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, orphan orphan shows, as I like to call them. Exactly. Dude, Modern Family was dope, man. Whatever, man. That was a fucking thorough-ass it's, show. It's still a, good, still a good show. I still think there should have been a spinoff with a few of the characters, especially the uh, the gay couple were hilarious. Yeah, like Mitch and Cam could have definitely had their own totally spinoff. Completely. You know, whereas this kind of you know, Cam was they didn't, really big as a they they coach. literally they literally were so good they didn't even need that show. They could have just been their own thing. Like yeah. they didn't need that, they didn't need that show. But the, no, they were great but, on it. Don't get me wrong. I mean they were definitely a good addition, but they didn't Yeah. They didn't need that and, you show. Know, especially you know, Lily's a little bit older now, so she would be in mm-hmm. like Upper high school, so they get kind of yes. have like another kid that they adopt. Yeah, I watched Modern cool. Family. What? Yo, who the fuck Modern sings Family that Hardcore song? Baby, bringing it back. Yo, who sings that shit? The do 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 do. do. If I only had a brain, was it MC Nine Hundred for Jesus? I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> oh my god, that was good. Somebody let a rat in here. The hell was it? <laughs> oh my god, it's gonna piss me off. That's MC nine hundred nine hundred 
but Jesus, right? If I only had a brain. You're waving your fart. Oh, it's so gross. Punk rock at its finest, and, ladies and gentlemen. You know you love us, you motherfuckers. But also, you know <laughs> what? If you, if you like any of the stuff we're playing, which I'm sure you're going to like something, um, an easy way to, to find it is just go to our Instagram post because we tag you. We're going to tag everyone in this. So if they're on, you know, if they're on the gram of Insta, you know. Sometimes you'll, you know, you'll get heads that are on there. Sometimes you don't. So you just kind of give them a shout out anyway and hope they kind of somewhere down the line see it somehow. Um, you know, they give you a little tip of the hat to bay. I've had people to say, oh, you know, we know the band. We'll, we'll let them know that you that they're you know? on here because they don't. Sometimes they don't know. So what I like to do is if they're not if they're not on Instagram, I try to get them on uh, Bandcamp. I'll try to email them on yeah. Bandcamp and just let them know that they, they showed up on the show. Exactly. And that they owe us exactly. and that they owe us a hundred and that they owe us a hundred dollars each. Yeah. Or you know, <laughs> jelly beans. We we take currency <laughs> jelly beans. Jelly beans. I get the black jelly beans because oh they're my favorite. I also take quilted toilet paper. If you've got the good stuff, you've got the northern, we'll take and that as well. You're charming. What about uh snack packs? What that shit with like the dry ass cracker? With the weird snackables cheese. or whatever, yeah, like the nasty bologna with like the chunks of meat with like the chunks of fat in it. Oh, and they're the so gross. Lunchables, lunchables. But they were snackables. That's a ghetto ass version. <laughs> lunchables. No, Yo, what you got, man? <laughs> I'm eating these eatables right here. <laughs> Lunchies. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, snack time, about... snack time nibblers. Remember the pizza one? It'd be like the size of a rich cracker with a little <laughs> bit so of sauce, and then like a couple little flakes of cheese, not melted. Yeah, that's what people want: dry pizza. Who the marketing yeah. geniuses behind that one? Yeah, people really want fucking pizza with a crunch. <laughs> I like my pizza with a crunch. <laughs> Fucking. Nah, I still have Jodeci in my head. I love Jodeci. Back in the day, man. Back in the days of 90s R&B, Jodeci was at the top of the game. I had one of my one of my best friends at the time when we were in high school was obsessed with Jodeci. Funny thing is, the man was as straight as an arrow, but he had pictures of Jodeci on his wall when he walked into the game room. He had a game room where we all yeah. played Genesis and all that shit. He had the Nintendo, he had the Genesis set up, but he had pictures of Jodeci up there. He had pictures of SWV. Remember SWV? He had SWV on the wall. Oh, yeah. Uh, H-Town, knocking the boots. H-Town up there. By the way, I was right. Just looked it up. Right there it is. MC 900 Foot Jesus, if I only had a brain. That was MC 900 Foot Jesus. Adam, you are a musical maestro. What about Plant Man? (laughs) You would fucking, you would murder on Shazam. You watch that show, dude. No, I didn't know. I, I used to, I mean, I have it on my phone, the app. I like when they give somebody like a two, uh, like a one point. I just want to make the hardest version of Shazam possible, where it's like literally like a one point five second snippet. It's like <laughs> name that <Go>. song. <laughs> <laughs> it's like power wait, violence, wait, wait. Shazam. <laughs> dude, that was four Napalm Death songs. 
Imagine, imagine, imagine Jamie Foxx's, yo, y'all are going to love this next one. And it's a Napalm Death song. Like, can you guess it? In four notes. It's like, Rrr. yeah, what? that was the, the record for the, Napalm Death has the record for uh, Fastest Showing Ever, right? Suffer. Yeah. 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 But here's some shit about like, Jamie Foxx that we actually, we talked about yesterday. Um, I was watching uh, the Pluto channel. You know, they have some forgotten shows. They had Rock. I totally forgot that Jamie Foxx was on Rock. Great show. Rock here's a, here's a little here's a little factoid. I don't know if you know it or not. He went to jail for murder. Oh, Did you know that? Yeah, one hundred percent. Everybody knows about Charles S. Dutton. Yeah, is Charles S. Dutton still around? I haven't heard hide or yeah. hair from him in a long time. He's still around. No, he has, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, really, the his brother does more stuff now. Like the guy who plays Joey, his name is actually Rocky something. I can't remember what his last name is, but uh, he does more things. He'll, he'll show up on an episode or something. But Rock was good, yeah. man. That was a good Rock show. That was a good show. Mostly who was the, the guy? Who was the guy that was his best friend? Was he like a garbage? What was he? A garbage man? I can't remember. He Rock always had the a car rolls. Man. Rock well, was, Rock the, garbage was man. the garbage man. That's and right. And he would always come back and you know like all the furniture in his house would be from the garbage. You know he'd be like, "Got yeah, a juice." Like Sanford, you know, like Sanford and Son. They would just like pick through stuff and take it. What was you I going to say? Uh, was wasn't that one of the away. original? One of the original original Fox shows. I believe it was yeah. when Fox first became a like a little network. Bit, well, Fox, but no, that was Married with Children is one of those ones. Uh, yeah, Tracy that's Ullman. Right. That's right. Tracy Ullman show. That was the other one, you know, in the beginning of it. First appearance of The um, Simpsons. But no, this is first, yeah, beginning of The Simpsons, you know, but uh, no, this one was the 90s version of it. So this was like that second round of things, but right. Rock was good, man. I would yeah. watch that shit, discuss it the next day in school, you know, and then it was Rock Live. Mm-hmm. And stuff. Remember then they would always have them kind of backstage, and they would just discuss things like, "Oh my god, hey, another show that came out of that that era." Remember Cop Rock? Cop Rock <laughs> for like five, for like five seconds. You know, but yeah, that one got laughed at. But Rock was good, man. I'm gonna be watching a lot of Pluto now because, um, you know, they they were playing the Ropers. There's a whole channel that was just playing the tons of the Ropers. You know what I found the other day that I was super psyched about? Different Strokes on Prime. Nice. Amazon Prime, yeah, different strokes. You know? One of my favorite sitcoms of all time. Hell yeah, you know? And I believe Facts of Life as well, I believe. Don't come Did you see the, uh, the, uh... I didn't, I didn't see the the new ones. I didn't see them. Did you see them? It was good. Yeah. Yeah? It was really funny, like, you know, Damon Wayne Sr. is playing, um, uh, Willis. Willis, right. They really look, like, they're the most... Similar looking father son duo I've ever seen. Kevin Hart is uh, Arnold. Arnold. How was it? Was my funny. question is how was how was Lithgow as uh, Drummond? Hilarious, dude. He he would like pick Kevin Hart up, you know, and just put on his lap. And Kevin Hart <laughs> trying so hard not to laugh. Not to laugh. Yeah. Oh, but it's great. But yeah, then Damon Wayne's. I was hoping Damon Wayne Jr. would come out just because they're good together. When I see them, they're mm-hmm. really. And they really like Damon Wayans Jr. looks just like his dad at that age, more than like yeah. any other father, son, or right. mother, daughter, whatever, you know, like family. It's like, holy shit, scary, you know, because you've had others, you know, like Tom Hanks, you know, and, you know, but like in Colin, they sort of look alike. They have the jowls, but they sound know. exactly alike. I know that they had the same voice, more exactly yeah, the same Jr. voice. Doesn't have his dad's voice, but he looks yeah. similar to him, you know, but except he has hair. And Damon Wayne's senior, we never really saw with hair. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can either take the stairs or the window. 
I'm getting it. You sucker. Great. You know, what I always talk, you know what I always talk about with my wife? The fact that if they did Living Color today, they would never get away with half the shit that they did. Like, it's some of it is so, some of it is so on PC and so awful. Like, it's so offensive. But those aren't even the, the sketches that I liked. Like, yeah. I'm like, you know, like the Tracy. We Chad always talk one. about the same ones. Yeah. We talk about like that one. And we talk about you know, uh, uh, Crystal Waters. We talk about that one. Yeah, their parodies were great. Yeah, Vanilla Ice with 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 Jim Carrey. That one was hilarious. Oh my god, yeah, like that show was great. You could do it again, but it would just have to be select. You know, if you watch old SNL too. What People was dope so about that show? What was dope about that show is the fact that they had like like they had like underground hip hop acts at the time that would like show up on it. On, on the show. And you'd be like, Holy The thing that shit. always used to annoy me, though, the thing that always used to fucking annoy me was SW1. That used to annoy the <laughs> shit out of me. He wasn't doing a damn you, thing. You mean Sean Wayne's one? Where the <laughs> he wasn't speeding. doing a damn thing. He wasn't doing Dude, anything. The needle would not touch the fucking turntable He at didn't all. do anything, and it used to annoy the shit out of me. Well, I was a total hip hop head back then, so I was like, "Oh man, he isn't doing anything. What is he doing?" The actual DJ must have been pissed. I know, right? <laughs> He's like behind the scenes. He's like, "What the fuck?" Fucking, you know, uh, typical life of a Romeo DJ, man. Shit. Typical life you know, of a DJ. No credit. No cred, but whatever, man. We should fucking start watching that show tonight. Yeah, I'm down. Anywho, that was our long uh, tangent about pop culture everybody yeah man um, that was I uh hope, <laughs> i hope you uh sat through that with some laughter in your yes. face maybe a couple um, tears with the tears of <laughs> stephanie you have to have something in there about laughter and tears and and, and family Family has to be included. You know I'm laughing so hard. I got to cry. <laughs> Two guys. One voice. I just picture like like Randy Newman. Two guys. One voice. Silly guys. Lots of music. Play the song. Play good. And they're hanging out in Hollywood. One god a cat. One zero three. Left foot. Right foot. One eating cereal out of box. Anyway. One dad likes to eat the locks. Oh, oh my it's god. so gross. Yeah, salty ass fish that's cold. That's good food right there. Oh, appetizing. Put that in my mouth. <laughs> oh, I guess it's Sunday. I'm gonna eat that in my mouth and fucking hard boiled eggs. Like, that was like our that's like our discussion about eggs. It smells like farts and ass. Why are you eating it? <laughs> it's the same motherfucker who eats mm! hard boiled egg. But here's the funny egg. Thing. Here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing. Okay, and here's my problem. You'll get somebody who will eat eggs all day long, okay? They'll, I love eggs. I'll put it on it. I eat it with everything. I'll eat it for breakfast. I'll eat it as a snack. Mm-mm-mm, I love eggs. But somebody farts, and it smells like eggs, and they are offended as fuck. They're like, yeah. oh, my God, it smells like eggs. Motherfucker, you ate six of them yesterday. You put them in your mouth. 
And dude, the worst shit is like when you're in an office or something or a small room and this motherfucker takes his fucking Land's End backpack, gets that shit out of a fucking bag. You hear it fucking, this little plastic bag. You just hear the little coming. And there he is with his cracks open that, that, that flannel thermos with the grape juice. It's got the grape, <laughs> grape juice, juice in it. No, the motherfucker takes out his hard-boiled egg, and then he has a spoon, and he puts a little back to it, and he's just like, and he's just like, and he, he fucking just slides that yolk in his mouth. He's like. <laughs> eggs are, eggs yeah. are vile. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm all egg lovers allowed have... to say it? Vile. This motherfucker is not vegan. He agrees. It's nasty. Fucking eggs are hard-boiled eggs. Fucking, I'm eating fucking fart in my mouth. Nasty motherfuckers for that shit. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Oh, and they have to slurp that yolk too. They never just got to. They just have it there. And go. Oh, the yolk. Like there's a fucking wishbone. That's like people that eat like you know? raw. Like what do you like the raw oysters? They like suck them out of the shell. Like oh. it literally looks like a like a like a loogie, just sitting there. It's like quivering. It's like. And they're like, <laughs> oh, the Dude, shit how much would it take eat? for you to eat a hard-boiled egg scooped out and put on top of a of an oyster? How much would it take for you to eat that? I'd rather die. <laughs> but like, it's great because the motherfuckers who eat that shit will go to me and be like, "Oh God, you eat a lot of candy. That's so gross. Smell the candy. What's that smell? Like cherries? It smells delicious. And? Yeah, it smells delicious. <laughs> what does that smell like? You know, what does that smell like? Oh, My asshole? Fucking... <laughs> and it's like someone's asshole that hasn't been washed in a year? Yeah. You're eating swap Adam, Adam, I think I think there's a reason that SiriusXM hasn't returned our calls. Yeah, right? I'm just saying. <laughs> fucking, just saying. You're fucking swallowing swamp ass, you nasty motherfuckers <laughs> with that disgusting food. Anywho. Anyway, guys, if you made it through all of that, which I, which I sure hope you did because it was worth it, uh, we'd like to thank you for tuning in to episode one of season two of the Killy Radio Podcast. We will be back very soon with our holiday special, Adam. We're coming back. We have a, we hope to have that done really soon, the holiday special, um, as well as uh, we have a couple little themes coming out for this season that we're kind of planning on. So we hope you will yes, like yes. it. And, uh, yeah, uh, we will hopefully get that holiday episode. If all goes right, we're going to have it uh, released. Adam's making a face right now. I don't know what's happening. We'll hopefully have that one released. I'm thinking on Christmas Day I'd like to drop that one like we dropped Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving Day. Hell, yeah. Uh, But, again, this is an all-inclusive holiday special. We're we're for everybody. We're for Hanukkah, Christmas, and and, uh, Kwanzaa, and, you know, whatever, Ramadan, whatever you celebrate. Whatever you celebrate, it is for everybody. We hope you will enjoy it. Plenty of great music, more stupidity with these two guys, and uh, that's about it. So, uh, so uh, we will see you soon, everybody. Take care. Thank you. Bye, everybody. <laughs>